accentuating the South. That's what we do each and every day here on the Y'all Show with John Raw. Welcome in to this show that we do indeed promote the South and tell you what's going on. The good, the bad, the positive, the negative. It doesn't matter. We cover it all here on the South. We try to help you have a good time, though. That's one of our main objectives of the all-Southern show that we do called Y apostrophe A-L-L. Hey, our number, if you want to accentuate the South in your own way, we welcome your feedback here at 803-816-1170. That's our text line. Call it or text it, 803-816-1170. Our address on the World Wide Web is yall.com, y'all.com, and go on there to learn more about the show, and we've got ways you can connect to us through our website, y'all.com, of course, on Twitter, at y'all show on Instagram, y'all show as well. Hope you're doing well. It's Tuesday, and we are getting through this shortened week for some of you. You didn't have to work on the holiday Monday, but now... We're back at it for another four days of work, perhaps. Maybe some of you had to work on Monday, but we're going to get through this thing together, y'all. Coming up on today's Y'all Show, we're going to take a look at some political news coming up later this hour. Bill Haslam, he just let go of the reins of the governorship of Tennessee, and now there's talk that he may be running for another office that affects folks across the state of Tennessee, and we'll tell you about former Governor Haslam, in just a few minutes in our Y'all Political Spotlight. And speaking of politics in that political spotlight, there were two candidates. At least one has officially declared. The other one, I think, is likely to run for president in 2020. And they were both in Columbia, South Carolina, on Monday, speaking at a Martin Luther King Jr. Day activity on the Statehouse grounds. And we're going to hear audio later this hour from Cory Booker and Bernie Sanders, both Democrats in Columbia SC, perhaps ahead of their presidential run that will have them in the Palmetto State a whole bunch. Plus, we found out Monday that, no surprise, Kamala Harris of California is now a candidate for president in 2020. We'll have information on all of that in our political spotlight a little bit later this hour. And when we turn the script and go to page two, hour two of the y'all show today, we're going to have a latest report on the sports land. Yeah, more fallout from the NFL action from this weekend. And man, the Saints fans, probably rightfully so, I should say, still fuming from their loss to the Rams on Sunday. And now the Rams and the Patriots will be meeting up in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. We have info on that. We've got the rankings for college basketball. Those just came out on Monday. And congratulations to the Tennessee Vols for only the second time in program history. UT is atop the college basketball poll. And we'll discuss that and give you all the other sports land yet that you need to know here on this Tuesday edition. Then we'll turn over to Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. He's going to have another scintillating, delicious report for us. And I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about cooking, barbecue, and maybe even a little gridiron talk, too, if we're lucky. All that ahead in hour two. We start out our hour one today with a look of headlines across the southeast and since it was a holiday monday this story i didn't see get a lot of traction but it should have as members of a congregation from the pittsburgh synagogue where 11 people were killed in a mass shooting a couple of months ago and they were killed by an anti-semitic gunman 
They traveled to Charleston, South Carolina over the weekend to worship with members of the church where nine black worshipers were killed in 2015 at the hands of a white supremacist. And sure enough, members of the New Light Congregation of the Tree of Life Synagogue and members of the Emanuel AME Church worshiped together on Friday and on Sunday in Charleston, South Carolina. And the Pittsburgh group came to the low country of South Carolina for the Martin Luther King Jr. weekend to show unity and celebration. Rabbi Jonathan Perlman leads New Light Congregation. And, of course, it was a manual where the gunman killed those nine, and we know about the person just a few months ago killing those innocent people at the synagogue in Pittsburgh. Eleven people killed there, nine in Charleston, South Carolina. And Perlman, his wife, actually put a statement out and said, I'm sad in 2019 that Jews and African-Americans are united by having been slaughtered in their houses of worship in the United States of America. We share many bonds, and unfortunately, this is one of them. No excuse for those people in Charleston nor in Pittsburgh to be gunned down like they were. Mass shootings happen everywhere. It seems to me it takes a whole other, another level of just pure T hate to kill in a house of worship, as we've seen this happen in these two places. Don't forget... Uh, it wasn't quite the same. It wasn't a racial thing, I don't believe, but the gunman that killed nearly 30 people in Texas two years ago, just a terrible situation. And those two of those three, Texas, South Carolina, happened in the southeast. Well, mayhem, if you're going to be traveling in downtown Birmingham, as it's now closed, Interstate 59 and 20 between Interstate 65 and and Red Mountain Expressway is going to be closed for 14 months as bridges elevating the interstate over city streets are demolished and rebuilt. Drivers will still be able to use 65 and 31 to exit onto those roads from I-59-20 when the closure is in effect. And 160,000 vehicles pass through downtown Birmingham a day right here where we're talking about. It's really the busiest if not one of the busiest highways in all of alabama so again if you're traveling through birmingham now for the next i think what i say 14 months major problem with interstate 59 and 20 in downtown birmingham being closed for a stretch you're going to have to reroute i think if you're coming from the north let's say you're coming from huntsville and you want to go east you're going to have to go all the way down to 459 really down to hoover and then circle back around i think that's what you have to do you may want to go to alabama department of transportation's website l dot to learn more about how to get through here this is going to be a disaster in fact i was coming through birmingham the other day and they were talking about on the day this thing gets shut down they're going to be a big concert in birmingham there was also a martin luther king jr observation going on at the same time just and this is in downtown Birmingham where you've got essentially three interstates all coming together. In fact, a fourth interstate, Interstate 22, is only about a mile north of where all this is happening. So bad news. They call Alabama the heart of Dixie. And right there in the left ventricle of the heart of Dixie, downtown Birmingham, you got a blockage. Hopefully it'll all get fixed and the systems will be flowing smoothly very very quickly unfortunately as we know from the end of last week four americans were killed in a suicide bomb attack in syria 
and a soldier from Florida, he was from Boynton Beach, Florida, was among those killed. It was Army Chief Warrant Officer to Jonathan R. Farmer, a 37-year-old soldier from Boynton Beach, killed in the blast. Farmer was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 5th Special Forces Group out of Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Also killed was a Navy technician, Shannon M. Kemp, 35-year-old 35 year old from upstate New York, and she was assigned to the Cryptologic Warfare Activity Base 66 in Maryland. Also killed from Missouri, you had a civilian, DOD civilian, Scott A. Wirtz of St. Louis. He died in the explosion, and there was one more that I'm not seeing a name for, but four in all killed in this attack. Of course, President Trump recently came out saying we needed to pull out of Syria altogether, and I'm not sure if what happened last week was a result of that or not, but the two from Missouri and from Florida, we want to keep their families in our thoughts and prayers, and of course, the Navy personnel that was killed from upstate New York, keep them in mind as well. Hey, we told you on Monday's Y'all Show about Sunday night's lunar eclipse and how that was something to behold if you got a chance to stay up late and watch that. Well, it turns out in West Palm Beach, Florida, a police officer there ran over two people who were lying in a dark roadway to watch Sunday night's eclipse. And police said the man and the woman were treated at a hospital for life non-life-threatening injuries well that's good that is real good police said around 11:30 p.m sunday night at the height of the eclipse the officer was patrolling in a park and driving around five miles per hour when his vehicle struck the pair the man and woman lived nearby the park and the park was extremely dark officials said they were believed to be watching the eclipse when they were run over that's good news there but yes i guess the cop car was going so slowly they didn't know it was coming and they got essentially run over by a cop as they were watching an eclipse not good but luckily looks like they're gonna be okay also in florida i love the headline on this story holy handcuffs a man in florida's been arrested after he stole over 1.4 million dollars worth of comic books and Philip Weisbauer of Royal Palm Beach, Florida, accused of stealing these and trafficking and stolen property after he tried to sell four comic books. And those items alone valued at nearly $100,000, part of a collection of nearly 450 comic books stolen from a storage unit in Boca Raton. And a few atomic, a few of the comic books stolen were from a Batman collection that had been stolen worth million dollars and they've been recovered after an arrest in arizona so good news there it looks like maybe the rightful owners will be returned to their comic books but who knew that a comic book of any value could total over one million dollars but that's the case here and as we said this man arrested in arizona police have charged again from royal palm beach florida philip weissbauer with the theft and trafficking and stolen property of these comic books. And this is no joke, y'all. In Atlanta on Monday, it was Martin Luther King Jr.'s holiday, and that's when the city workers, I guess, they weren't having the day off. They had to work, at least some of them did, because on Martin Luther King's holiday in Atlanta, where he is buried, city workers officially took down Confederate 
avenues, signs in Atlanta, and renamed that. That comes three months after Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms signed legislation to change the names of Confederate Avenue and East Confederate Avenue in southeast Atlanta near Grant Park. And Confederate Avenue is now called United Way. Isn't that a dumb name for a road? United Way. You'd think that would be confusing for an organization called United Way. They ought to sue and tell them, hey, this is too confusing. Y'all need to come up with a different name. Of course, I have no problem with the name Confederate Avenue. They've renamed so many things in Atlanta, Georgia. It has gotten ridiculous. And as I've traveled down Interstate 20 in the last really 25 years, I've seen the exit where Confederate Avenue is listed. In fact, actually, it's a state complex in Georgia on Confederate Avenue. And I was like, golly, that is amazing to see that. I'm glad it's there. And now it's gone as one more chipping away of all things. Civil War history, Confederate history goes away in Atlanta, Georgia. By the way, here's a bad thing that I think may be a good thing. Speaking of Grant Park and the Confederacy, one of the main tourist attractions for decades in Atlanta was the Cyclorama, and it was housed at Grant Park. Well, about a year and a half ago, it closed, but it was being relocated, and I think the new Cyclorama, which is more on the north side of Atlanta, is open. I don't know exactly how big or the hours or anything. I can't even confirm right now without doing a Google search that it's open, but I do believe it is open. I saw something show up on social media the other day. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, the Cyclorama was an incredible, almost authentic artwork done of the Battle of Atlanta. It's not just a Confederate thing. It's it's a it's really about the Battle of Atlanta. That's really what it's all about. And it's a building that's circular, and you go in there and you look at the essentially murals surrounding this entire building. And it's like you're getting a 360-degree view of the Battle of Atlanta. A big tourist attraction for a long time. Postcards, everything else. But just like everything else, Confederate or Civil War history. By the way, the Yankees won the Battle of Atlanta. So come on. If you hate the Confederacy, this is something you should be proud to promote. But yes, this thing is now, I think, open in a different location. So if you like Civil War history like I do... Could be something to check out next time you're hanging out around North Atlanta. I'm pretty sure it's not technically in the city of Atlanta. It's moved into one of the suburban communities there, the Cyclorama. All right, we've got more headlines from across the South coming up later this hour. We'll also let you hear from Cory Booker and Bernie Sanders of Vermont, the independent and probable 2020 presidential candidate. Both of those guys were in Columbia, South Carolina on Monday speaking, and we've got audio for you in our political spotlight at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned. This is The Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Um, I'm away right now, (laughs) obviously. Uh, Leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial 1. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. 
When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose-N-L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose-N-L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose-N-L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Sunday in the window, pocket watch, a telling time. Seems like only yesterday I'd get a blanket set, record the country countdown, cause I couldn't buy it yet. If we drove all the way to Dallas just to buy an Easter dress, we'd take a long around McNally, stand in line to pay for that shifting gears ain't what it used to be I learned to drive that 55 just like a queen three on a tree we're back on y'all talk with a southern accent with John Rawl the general of all things southern hour two today stay tuned we've got some sports lanyard coming your way we'll take a look at NFL and college basketball and more Plus, we'll have the Barrister Bodacious Barbecue filing another delicious report. And we don't really quite know what he ever wants to talk about till we have him on. So stay tuned for Matt Herman's. That's an hour two of the Y'all Show. Continuing our look around the South and in North Carolina, investigators are looking at an animal cruelty case where 20 horses were found dead. This happened just outside of downtown Raleigh in Wake County. And the Wake County Sheriff's Office and animal control workers were at home south of Raleigh at the end of last week to remove the dead animals, which also included a dog. A spokesman for the Wake County Sheriff's Department said he expected necropsies to be performed on several horses and they will determine how they died. And Gwen Roberts runs a therapeutic horse riding center near where the dead animals were discovered. She says a neighbor had become concerned about the animals and she and a neighbor later found the dead horses and small pens on the abandoned property. So there we have it. I don't know who owned it. It was abandoned property, but golly, animal cruelty, 20 horses dead. How many people have 20 horses, period, other than the people that live in 
the Kentucky Bluegrass at Raceham. That's a large number of horses there in Wake County, North Carolina, unfortunately now deceased. President Trump has nominated, and this person has now been accepted as the position of director of the U.S. Census Bureau. And this is South Carolina native Stephen Dillingham, a graduate of Winthrop University in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And Dillingham will serve the remainder of a five-year term, and this role expires at the end of the year 2021. And in this role, he will lead the Bureau in a staff task with ensuring every single person living in the United States is counted in the 2020 census survey. And he was sworn in the other day. The previous director recently resigned. And now this man, Dillingham, taking over the census. And I'm telling you this story partly because, can you believe, we're just about to another census to be taken. I remember in 2010, I didn't even have a house at that time. I rented, and I was my office was in a friend of mine. He had a home. He let me carve out an area of the home that he wasn't using to use as a pseudo office. And the census people would come by there just about every other day trying to get him to fill out a form, which he didn't even live in the town. I finally had to go answer the door one day and tell him, look, nobody lives in this house. And I don't know if that was good enough for them or not. Remember, these people get paid. I I think the census takers are generally contractors. Perhaps you were a census taker in 2010, but they get paid, I think, partly by getting responses that it's not just like they're on the clock. They, they have to get some kind of response, some kind of signature, I think, from every dwelling. And that was the case that at least what I experienced in 2010, they're pretty relentless because it matters. Of course, taking a census affects how the lines get drawn and how the numbers get counted for Congress, for the House of Representatives. It all depends on the census. Some states gain, some states lose after a census. And so this this is a big deal. And President Trump now with this sandlapper taking over the role of census director in 2020, Stephen Dillingham. Congratulations. Now, if you live in northern Kentucky or you're just someone who goes to Cincinnati, across the Ohio River from time to time, as I have, there's a chain of ice cream shops in the Cincinnati area called Graders. And now Graders is telling thousands of customers that their credit card information might have been compromised in a data breach. And according to sources in Cincinnati, or as I call it, Cincinnati, the purchases at the chain's brick-and-mortar stores were not affected. This all is evidently from online Purchases from Graders, spelled G-R-A-E-T-E-R apostrophe S. And I've been there and enjoyed their ice cream. It, it is fantastic. So if you've been to Graders and bought uh, online any of their ice cream products, there is a chance that your credit card information may have been compromised in a data breach. You might want to go check your bank records and see what that is. And it looks like this happened during the time period, June 28th through December 17th of 2018. And company officials said the problem on an unauthorized code added to the checkout page of that time period. So check it out. Online purchases of the ice cream graters. And boy, they do a great job. And I 
I'm having to back off my ice cream consumption these days. But when I'm free and able, I'm getting back up to Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky, Florence, Kentucky, home of the Florence Y'all Water Tower, and having me not only graders ice cream, but I'm going to go have me some Gold Star Chili, some Cincinnati Five-Way Chili. And if I'm lucky, I might even go to, what's that other knockoff of Shoney's? I think it's called Frisch's. Frisch's Big Boy. Yeah, I like that. And I like uh, La Rosa's Pizza. That's good stuff, too. Even Skyline Chili is good. All that. I don't like Yankees food that much, but Cincinnati, since it's literally right on the border, it gets an honorary southern town, even though they're still Yankees, okay? All right, here's a good story coming from the coast of Georgia. We want to congratulate Houston Astros outfielder Josh Reddick. He had a wedding, and how about this? He decided to have this wedding at Jekyll Island in Georgia, and he married Jet Elkins at this resort on Saturday, and they had a Spider-Man theme wedding. <laughs> Of course, if you know anything about baseball and Reddick, he's famous for wearing a Spider-Man shirt under his baseball jersey. And during the wedding, Reddick wore a Spider-Man vest under his suit. And good job there. He's a big wrestling fan, according to the Houston newspaper. So he and his wife donned custom wrestling belts on their big day and made a wrestling theme entrance to their reception. And he is a 31-year-old outfielder from nearby Jekyll Island. He grew up in Savannah, about 90 miles north of Jekyll. And he'll be having a report to spring training here in a couple of weeks. But congratulations to the Reddicks. Josh Reddick and his wife, Jet, newly married and all into Spider-Man. Congratulations. I doubt too many weddings at Jekyll Island have a Spider-Man theme, but that one certainly did. Justin Timberlake's in the news as the Memphis native and a guy who's got so much talent. I think everything he touches, he does exceptional from acting to singing to he probably is a literally an artist. And I mean, like can pull out a a, a canvas and paint the most pretty picture you could ever imagine. I'm, I'm totally guessing, but it would not surprise me. But Timberlake, he went to Texas a couple of days ago. And he took a break from his Man of the Woods tour to pop in and pose for pictures with young patients at HCA Healthcare's Methodist Children's Hospital in San Antonio, Texas. And there's a video of the kids with the widely shared star there. And he's visiting them throughout the hospital with the hit Can't Stop the Feeling going on and all the good signs there as Justin Timberlake taking time out from a very busy tour and going to see these kids at the HCA Healthcare Methodist Hospital, Children's Hospital to be specific, in San Antonio, Timberlake, 37 years old now. And he recently resumed his tour after canceling several dates because of bruised vocal cords. So that's good. He evidently is back up and going vocal speaking and is certainly out doing great things from a humanitarian standpoint and certainly make a lot of people very, very happy. In fact, I see a picture here on one of the social media sites with Timberlake at this Methodist Children's Hospital, and one of the young fans holds a sign up that says, J.T. saw me. 
<laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, I know the young ones, the young ladies especially, they love their Justin Timberlake. And we really good Southerner. We'll give him the good Southerner of the Day Award here on the Y'all Show. Back in Justin Timberlake's hometown of Memphis, there's another star on the horizon in the Bluff City. And that star is a four-legged creature. And that four-legged creature, Melody, will be appearing on Super Bowl Sunday. Don't, don't, don't. And Animal Planet's Puppy Bowl on Team Fluff. And her team is taking on Team Rough. Melody is from the Humane Society of Memphis and Shelby County. And the Puppy Bowl will air on Animal Planet February 4th at 2 p.m. And I'm trying to get the exact breed of what Melody is, who will be appearing. Melody from Memphis, but she'll be in the spotlight featured in the Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl 15, it appears, on Sunday, February 3rd. And I'll be honest, there have been some Super Bowl Sundays when there was teams that I really didn't care anything about that I'm not joking. I enjoyed taking time out and watching the Puppy Bowl as opposed to the Super Bowl when it was actually being played. I I could care less about the Super Bowl. Why not watch Puppy Bowl? And sure enough, it it was a lot of fun for me. And I bet you, I bet you, if you turn on to Animal Planet on February 4th on Super Bowl Sunday and you start watching a little bit of it, you'll be captivated as I was and perhaps as I will again this year and see beautiful Melody. And she's not a huge dog. She's just a little small dog. I I don't know what. Maybe a Shih Tzu. I'm not very good with my animal breeds. And unfortunately, she's not identified what type of dog. Let's just say she's a pretty dog. She's a pretty dog in the puppy bowl. And she's going to be representing Memphis and the state of Tennessee in this year's puppy bowl. So good luck. Again, she's going to be playing for Team Fluff in Animal Planet's puppy bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Here's some stories to wrap up our headlines from the South that are just touching, in my opinion. A man who lives in New Jersey is dying. And what did he decide to do in his last days? He decided to get on board a boat and go down the mighty Mississippi River. And right now, that's exactly what he's doing. And we hope he makes it. In fact, there is a tracking system where you can track this man's path as he goes down the Mississippi in the houseboat Shameless. And Captain Michael Bopp is leading this man on his journey, and we wish all them the best as he gets off and going. Kelly Phillips is his name, and he's going along with his dog, Sapphire. And Phillips, 51 years old, terminally ill, And he hopes to ride his houseboat to his final resting point. And I know he's in the lower portion of the river right now. And I think he's already gone past New Orleans. So not much longer. But you can go track it and see where he goes on his final voyage, it appears, on this deal. Phillips, who was living in New Jersey, he ran various businesses, including two laundromats and a commercial laundry company and found out that he was diagnosed with cancer in his sinuses about two years ago and chemo left him 
with a debilitating stomach ulcer. His doctor said he had about three months to live. And so he said he knew the last place he wanted to die was in the hospice care. Instead, he thought the Mississippi River might be a good place to go. And with his brother's help, he bought Shameless, a houseboat built in 1972, and later decided to travel down river. And I hope he makes it. And I hope the Lord blesses him with even more time if it's at all possible. But what a touching story here. And again, you can track him. I don't know the exact website for you to do that, but he's now headed, I think, toward Venice, Louisiana. And just Google it up. Again, the man that we're talking about here in his dying days, wanting to go down the Mississippi River, Kelly Phillips. I hope you can find it, and I hope he. we wish him the best voyage down the Mississippi and literally beyond. Now, here's another touching story coming from North Georgia. A 84-year-old grandmother has decided to go back to college, and she's got a devastating cancer diagnosis. And she says, trust God no matter what. Sylvia Palmer, she graduated from Truett McConnell in Cleveland, Georgia, over 63 years ago. She's going back amid this cancer diagnosis to pursue her master's in theology. And we we think this will be a great story. I spent a good bit of time in Cleveland, Georgia. Cleveland is about an hour and a half north of Atlanta. It's really near Helen, Georgia. In fact, it's in the same county, White County as Helen, the little Bavarian community that's in North Georgia's mountains. And she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer two weeks before the school year began, but she said she found her campus community to be very supportive as she's pursuing her lifelong dream, getting her master's degree in theology. Again, 84 years old, Sylvia Palmer. We wish her all the best at Truett McConnell. Go Bears! That's the name of that. I think it's a Baptist school. It's a private Christian university. And she, again, went there years ago. It's where she met her husband, Gerald Keith Palmer, who she spent 60 years with until he passed away in 2015. And she hopefully will get through that and get her master's. And perhaps, again, the good Lord willing, she'll be able to have a long time with her master's in theology at her calling good job there good luck to all y'all going down the mississippi river and miss palmer at truett mcconnell in cleveland georgia when we come back on the y'all show we've got some news on the political front that we're going to get to there were two fellows who perhaps want to be president in a couple of years and they were both kissing babies and taking pictures and talking about donald trump of course in Columbia, South Carolina on Monday as they spoke on the State House grounds of South Carolina. We'll have all that on our political spotlight coming up next on the Y'all Show. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. 
Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. Unison presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams, and dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Uh, hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. We are back on the Y'all Show Tuesday. We are glad to have you here on this exciting show. We hope you are enjoying it. And we cover everything here from all that's going on in the headlines around the region to cooking. We all have Matt Hearman's coming up in hour two with a barrister of Bodacious Barbecue Report. We've got plenty of sports, both professional sports and, of course, college sports. Lots of college football here on the Y'all Show. We have plenty of music talk. We'll have Precious Harris on our Wednesday show, and she'll have the latest from Nashville and all that's going on in country music. We, I mean, there's so many things. I, I can't even rattle them off. Travel and tourism, we have that here. Business news, and we also talk politics. And that's what we're doing right now here in our Y'all Political Report. What's going on? Who is making headlines, politically speaking? And we've got... A big presidential election now, less than two years away, and people are making their way to Columbia, South Carolina more and more. We're going to tell you about two folks who were in Columbia on Monday in just a second, but let's start off in the capital of the state of Florida, where groups there have decided that they will not challenge Florida's election laws. There was some talk that the Democrats would have lawsuits challenging Florida's election laws, but the Democrats have now pulled lawsuits challenging the laws of the Sunshine State. Of course, in Florida in November, they had a very, very tight election for both U.S. Senate and the governor's seat, and this election triggered mandatory recounts in three races. And while that was going on, Senator Bill Nelson, who's now out of office, as well as the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the Democratic National Committee, and others filed several lawsuits. The lawsuits went after the rules that were being used to count ballots. And then a federal judge refused to grant preliminary injunctions in several of the lawsuits, but the actual court cases continued after the recount was over. But 
federal court filings show that Democrats at the end of last week withdrew two of the remaining lawsuits. Now, one of the withdrawn lawsuits argued that ballots should count if they were mailed before Election Day, but received after 7 p.m. on Election Day. So that whole chaos in Florida, extremely close races, but lawsuits that may linger on and on, some of them it appears to be evaporating there in the Sunshine State. Little sunshine takes away all of that confusion. All right, Governor Bill Haslam, he is now out of office in Nashville. He led the state of Tennessee for the last eight years. Bill Lee is now the governor. He took the oath of office on Saturday in downtown Nashville. Now, what will Bill Haslam, this businessman, do next? The businessman from East Tennessee. Well, some say he'll take some time to consider his options. But remember, Lamar Alexander is not running for his Senate seat in Washington, D.C. in 2020. There is a vacancy now in the state of Tennessee, and reports have it that Haslam may just be the likely frontrunner from a Republican standpoint for Lamar Alexander's seat in the year 2020. Now, Haslam's scheduled to go on vacation, and that will last all the way through the end of February, and perhaps he'll make a decision sometime in March. We'll see what happens with Bill Haslam, who, again, was elected twice to be governor of the state of Tennessee. And now with that, I would think a little bit of a surprise, only because we saw Bob Corker step back from his Senate seat and Marsha Blackburn won that particular Tennessee Senate seat in 2018. But all of a sudden, two years later, you're going to have another heated battle for U.S. Senate in the volunteer state. And Bill Haslam could be the guy for the Republicans, unless someone else steps up. Tennessee, a very, very hardcore Republican state. And if you don't believe me, just go ask Phil Bredesen, who was a very good opponent for Marsha Blackburn. He was smoked in his election. And then you also had Bill Lee smoke Carl Dean for the governor's seat in Tennessee. So it's hard to win as a Democrat on a statewide ballot in the state of Tennessee. Just note to self all right it's also going to be hard for any democrat to carry a southern state in the year 2020 when you have the president on the ballot the the president vote to determine that and right now we've already seen a couple of people announce they're going to be running for president elizabeth warren's got a committee formed you've got uh, what's a gabbard out of hawaii she's announced and eric swalwell from california he was in Spartanburg, South Carolina, a couple of days ago, kissing up, trying to make a name for himself, where South Carolina is the, really the first southern state and really, the, in my opinion, the most important state in the early process of the primaries. Well, on Monday, Bernie Sanders and Cory Booker, both U.S. senators, one from New Jersey, one from Vermont, they were at Martin Luther King Jr. festivities on the State House grounds in Columbia, South Carolina. And we're going to go in now and hear a little portion of both men as they talk to the crowd there. Not the biggest crowd. It was rather cold in Columbia on Monday. But we're going to hear what both Sanders and Cory Booker had to say to the audience. We'll start off with the senior senator, Bernie Sanders of Vermont, speaking in Columbia. Racial equality must be central to combating economic equality if we are going to create a government that works for all of us and not just 
the 1%. Racism is alive when the United States Supreme Court and Republican governors make it harder for people of color to vote than when they suppress the vote. And that is why I believe we need a constitutional, Amer a constitutional amendment to guarantee every American the right to vote, <coughs> and that we enact automatic voter registration. If you are 18 years of age, if you're black, if you're white, if you're Latino, you are registered to vote. End of discussion. Racism is alive and well when we have a broken criminal justice system and we have more people in jail than any other country on earth. And that was Senator Sanders of Vermont speaking at an event put on by the NAACP in Columbia, South Carolina on Monday. Now, up to the mic at that same event comes Cory Booker from New Jersey, and he is a 2020 contender for the Democratic nominee for president. And here is Senator Booker speaking at this event to mark Martin Luther, Duke, Martin Luther King Jr. Day in the state of South Carolina. The challenge in our nation now is not what they do or not what they say. It's what we do and what we say. And we must remember, we must remember now more than ever who we are as a people. There has been pain and hardship, wretchedness and difficulty, but we are the people that have made a way out of no way. We are the folks that climbed up the rough side of the mountain. We are a people that give testimony to that biblical idea that we can make bricks without straw. But I tell you right now, this is the moment in America where we don't just celebrate King's holiday. We recommit ourselves to be the agents of change, to be the daring dreamers once again, to be the labor in our democracy because that is what we need. Do not be discouraged because we know that hope is the active conviction that despair will not have the last word. And so on this day, we must understand that we cannot just be about words and say those words, liberty and justice for all. We must be about deeds and every day dedicate ourselves to the work. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker at the event Monday in Columbia, South Carolina. We also heard earlier from Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont. Both of these guys expected to be running for president in 2020 on the Democratic side. Well, that will conclude our y'all political spotlight for this week. Hope you enjoyed all the good stuff we brought your way. And also on Monday, just by the way, from a Democratic standpoint, Kamala Harris of California officially declared for the Democratic nominee for president. So we'll see. She's putting her name in a very crowded field as of now. Expected to be around 25 people, perhaps running on the Democratic side in 2020. But she's just one of many. But she wasn't in Columbia on Monday. By the way, Elizabeth Warren is coming to South Carolina later this week to kiss babies, take pictures, do interviews, etc. They're, they're going to put on their best Southern face when they come to Dixie trying to get votes for the 2020 presidential race. When we come back in hour two, we will have good stuff, sports land 
and the barrister of bodacious barbecue will be stopping by with his delicious report all that ahead on the y'all show When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore, and it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Unison presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Let the fun begin. It's the Y'all Show Hour 2 on this Tuesday. Hour 2 Tuesday. Kind of has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? I'm John Rawl. This is the Y'all Show where we do discuss the Southeast each and every day. We'll tell you about all the news and happenings, the weather when that's relevant. And, of course, we'll discuss fun things like country music. And we've got cooking coming up in this hour. In fact, Matt Herman's the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. We'll have the latest from him. And not sure what he's going to bring to the table today, but I guarantee you it's going to be darn good. In fact, I got something to pick on him about. He doesn't know I'm going to do this, but when he joins us in the next segment, yes, the barrister is going to have some picking on all because of something he did on social media. You can't go on social media these days and say something that someone else might not necessarily find offensive, but someone else may not like. And I, I just got to pick on him. And we'll do that in the next segment of the Y'all Show when Matt Hermans joins us to talk grilling, barbecue, and much, much more. You can reach us here on the Y'all Show, our number, 803-816-1170. Text that line anytime, 803-816-1170. Our email address, yallshow at yall.com, Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W at Y-A-L-L.com. We welcome any feedback you have here on this All Dixie program we start out today in hour two talking sports land yeah this is where we get all the leftovers and mix them all up together 
and we try to give some folks maybe some attention that they don't often deserve. And so we'll start off here with a name that has faded a little bit, but now he's back in the news. And I saw this story come across Monday, and I thought, I'm not going to pick on Darren McFadden for getting arrested for a DWI. We, we That's something that can happen to anyone, and if it's a first offense, it's usually not that big of a deal as long as no one got hurt. But here's the rest of the Darren McFadden story. I'm talking about former Arkansas Razorback running back roughly 10 years ago when he was playing for Houston Nutt in Fayetteville, then went on to play for the Oakland Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys as a running back for a few years. Well, Darren McFadden earlier this week was in the Whataburger drive through line in McKinney, Texas, and he fell asleep. And he's been arrested now on a DWI charge as workers at that Whataburger reported a man sleeping inside his vehicle. And now McFadden is facing charges of driving while intoxicated and resisting arrest. He was selected the fourth overall pick in the 2008 draft by the Oakland Raiders. And McFadden ran for over 5,400 yards and 28 touchdowns over 10 seasons with his final three coming as a member of the Dallas Cowboys. So we wish him well. Unfortunately for him, not a good story there being arrested. And, of course, the embarrassing part, (laughs) falling asleep in a drive-thru at a Whataburger. And I have probably fallen asleep in a drive-thru, but not under the wheel. I was as a passenger Sometimes those lines can get really, really long, and especially I don't know what time of day this arrest happened, but my guess is it was a late night arrest, and it seems like most of those fast food places, they really have a very limited crew in the middle of the night, and perhaps the line was quite long at the Whataburger. Love the mustard they put on their burgers, don't you? All right, Florida State is in a little bit of hot water after their recruiting department put out a graphic of Martin Luther King Jr. doing the tomahawk chop with the team slogan, Do Something, attached to it. And now the recruiting department at FSU has issued an apology. And in the in the, the since-deleted tweet, King appeared to be doing that tomahawk chop with a Nike glove edited onto his hand. The tweet read, Happy MLK Day. Go Knowles. Do Something. MLK 2019. And... Twitter went crazy when they did that. Now, they were having a little fun, okay? I don't think this is that big of a deal. Isn't it a little weird on Martin Luther King Jr. Day? You get all these random quotes from Martin Luther King from people who oftentimes don't have anything to say on Twitter, but something about MLK Day brings out their skill to repost and share, and you start seeing tweets and and posts on Facebook from everybody you know almost with some kind of Martin Luther King Jr. post, or or quote from his life. And Florida State took it another step to to do something a little bit different on their Seminoles recruiting Twitter page, at FSU underscore recruiting, and they got in a little trouble. But, yeah, I mean, it was stupid, yes. Did it give them a lot of attention? Sure, it sure did. But uh, at least they took something that, uh, again, if you're like me, you get inundated with these random quotes of Martin Luther King Jr. Some of them I don't really understand what he's saying, to be honest with you. But this one here, they were having some fun, and it bit them in the tomahawk chop. The presidents of the University of Texas and Texas A&M University are both in support of renewing the football rivalry between the Longhorns and the Aggies. They say they're supportive 
and we'll see what happens next. The Aggies and Longhorns have not played each other since the year 2011 when Texas A&M left the Big 12 for the SEC. Remember, Texas went to College Station and won that last game in a game A&M probably should have won, but that's the way that rivalry ended at the time. President Greg Finvis of Texas says it's a storied rivalry. We've told our IEDs to figure out a plan and bring it to us. So I I look forward to that. This is a a great rivalry that should be played, and I'd like to see the Texas-Texas A&M game be just like it always was that last weekend of the regular season. The SEC powers have put LSU and Texas A&M together as rivalries, and sure, they've played each other throughout history. Not that much prior to joining the SEC, A&M, and LSU probably hadn't played in 20-plus years, but it would be a good thing to see those two teams get together no matter what time of the football year, but sure, it would be awesome if it was rivalry weekend to have those two storied programs face off against each other, and there's definite hate whenever... The Aggies' motto is gig em, and the Horns' motto is hook em horns, I guess, toward an Aggie. Yeah, they need to be playing. Let's look at the NBA, and we don't talk about the NBA all that much here on the Y'all Show, but we're approaching now the halfway point. I think we're right at the halfway point with the number of games played for some of these teams. Some of them still have a couple more games. Remember, the All-Star Games coming up in Charlotte in a few weeks. The Milwaukee Bucks, with the Greek freak in charge, they are dominating the Eastern Conference. They are on top of that with 34 wins compared to 12 losses. Following them is our friends from across the border. Toronto is in second place in the Eastern Conference. The Pacers of Indiana are in third place, followed by the Philadelphia 76ers, Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, the Miami Heat, and the Charlotte Hornets, who have a losing record at 22-24, and 24, but they're right now would be playoff eligible if the season ended today with their mark 22-24. Now in the Western Conference, no surprise, Seth and the Golden State Warriors are leading that conference. 33-14 and 14 is their record. Denver's had a good season. They're 31-14. and 14. The Oklahoma City Thunder, a good season for them right now. They're 28-18. and 18. Trailblazers are falling behind at fourth. Houston Rockets, the beard is helping them once again to the playoff journey and right now houston is 26 and 20 overall their neighbors in texas the san antonio spurs 27 and 21 followed in seventh place by the la clippers and the utah jazz in eighth place the memphis grizzlies and dallas mavericks as well as new orleans are all kind of toward the bottom of the western conference so our southern nba teams could certainly improve and we look forward to the rest of the nba season and what will happen there i would love to see Someone knock off the Warriors. I'm kind of tired of them. Maybe the Nuggets will do it. Maybe our own southern Oklahoma City Thunder will finally catch fire and and get to the NBA Finals and win. That would be a good thing for those who are fans of OKC. But the NBA now at the halfway point, and what that means is, hey, that also means we're pretty much to a point where the Major League Baseball pitchers are about to report to spring training. (laughs) in case you're ready for us to start talking some Major League Baseball, and we will do that. But we're going to keep talking a little basketball now. We're going to switch over to the college game. And how about Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Volunteers? They got 48 first-place votes in the latest AP Top 25 poll. And because of that, they are a decisive number one 
in the AP Top 25 this week. The Vols coming in at number one for the first time since the 2008-2009 season. And, man, they've got a big game Wednesday night against the Vanderbilt Commodores, which, by the way, 11 years ago when they were number one, they were number one for one day when they lost to Vanderbilt the very next day. So perhaps things will be a little bit better on Rocky Top when they face off against the in-state rival Vanderbilt Commodores tomorrow. Duke is number two. Duke had a big win against Virginia at Cameron Indoor Stadium, but that was not good enough, I guess, for the pollsters, and they're putting Duke at number two in the latest AP Top 25. Those Cavaliers didn't fall down much. They actually moved up one spot in the AP poll to number three. They were number one in the coaches' poll, Virginia number three there, and now number three in the AP Top 25. Gonzaga checks in at four. Michigan is five, Michigan State six, Nevada is seventh. The Kentucky Wildcats move up big. They are now number eight in the AP poll. The Jayhawks, Rock Chalk, they're number nine in the AP poll. How about the Virginia Tech Hokies? Not hearing a whole lot about them, but they are 15 and two right now and in the top 10 of the AP poll. The North Carolina Tar Heels moved up this week. They are 14 and four and ranked number 11. Other teams of note from the South in the AP Top 25, the Texas Tech Red Raiders dropped down six spots this week. They are 15-3 and three right now and rank number 14. The Auburn Tigers also went down in the poll. They are 13-4, and four, rank number 16. War Eagle to you. Houston, they continue to have a very good season, and the Cougars ranked 17th in the latest AP poll. The Rebels of Mississippi Shark t- Tank fame, uh, the the Mississippi Rebels of Land Shark fame is what they really are. They are number twenty in the AP poll. They lost a game midweek to LSU, but then they came back and had a convincing win over Arkansas at the Pavilion in Oxford. They ranked twentieth. NC State lost a game over the weekend. They slipped down to number twenty one in the poll. Mississippi State moves up to number twenty two, followed by Louisville at twenty three, and LSU is ranked 25th in the latest AP poll. LSU with a big win over what was an undefeated in-conference play South Carolina Gamecock team. LSU took care of business in Baton Rouge this past week, and they move into the top 25 at number 25. So congrats to all the Bayou Bengal fans. Now, if you haven't paid much attention to college basketball this year, there's one name that's getting a lot of attention, Zion Williamson. He is a freshman on the Duke Blue Devil basketball team. And he is from Spartanburg, South Carolina. He turned down offers from a lot of big programs to go join a whole bunch of other marquee names that were being recruited by Mike Krzyzewski. And he's tearing it up in Durham right now for the Duke Blue Devils. Well, would you believe it? There is another talented basketball player who also grew up in the Palmetto State of South Carolina. And that is Ja Moran. And he is from Sumter, South Carolina, and actually played some AAU ball with Zion Williamson. They were teammates. And Moran went to Crestwood High in Sumter, which is about 45 minutes southeast of Columbia, South Carolina, in the hometown of Cleve Marsh. But this young man decided to go away from South Carolina for college basketball. He did not play. He got one major offer, and that was from the nearby South Carolina Gamecocks. He told Frank Martin, thanks, but no thanks. I'm taking my talent to Murray, Kentucky. And John Moran plays for the Murray State Racers. Born Demetrius John Moran in August of 1999. So he's not even 20 years old, but he is amazing And we're going to learn more about him right now as he is just someone that, yes, he's not getting as much attention as 
Moran, he's actually a sophomore. This is his second season at Murray State. But according to Jonathan Giovanni, an NBA mock draft analyst, Moran will be the number four pick in the 2019 NBA draft. And if that happened, he would go to the Chicago Bulls. And Moran is on pace to become the first Division One player to average 20 points per game and 10 APG assists per game since that became official in 1983-84. So he's helping his teammates and he's getting a whole bunch of points. And of course, he's also, if you haven't paid attention, he's made ESPN's highlights for some amazing dunks, jumping over people, and really bring a lot of attention to the Murray State Racers and the OVC with his play. They had a big win a couple nights ago against UT Martin. And Ja Moran is his name, J-A, last name is spelled M-O-R-A-N-T, someone to be paying attention to if you like college basketball. Murray State, they're bubbling just under the top 25. If you rank teams right now, Murray State would come in around 28 in the latest AP poll. They, with another win or two, could be a top 25 team. So here in Sportsland, yeah, we love to give the little guys a little love here on the show. And when I saw Murray State having a good season in the OVC and Moran is having this attention, I mean, it's not often a a player comes from a non-Power 5 program, uh, at least Power 5 for NCAA football, but now in basketball, there's so many conferences. I'm going to say there's probably 20 different conferences that play college basketball at the Division I level. It may be like 350 college basketball programs around the country men's college basketball at the division one level over 300 programs have a chance to win march madness every year you probably don't think about all that because we're so custom in the south to thinking about college football where there's only roughly 110 teams playing at the fbs level but murray state proud member of the fcs on the football level as a member of the ovc but here in basketball a program that's had some success in basketball I think they've gone to the Sweet 16 in the last 10 years, I think. I apologize, Racer fans, for not knowing all of your basketball history. I'm still in awe that you had a head coach back in the 1980s, Steve, and I'm drawing a blank on his last name. He left Murray State to go be the head coach at South Carolina. Didn't do very good. I think he was the head coach when they first entered the SEC, if memory serves me correct. But John Moran is his name, and he plays – for the Murray State Racers. Here is someone from ESPN named Mike Schmitz. He's their NBA draft analyst, and he's the former director of scouting at Draft Express and a former draft analyst for Yahoo's The Vertical. And he was recently on Sports Center and talked about Moran. And let's hear what Mike Schmitz said about this talented Murray State Racer. To me, he's the most exciting prospect in this draft, not named Zion Williamson, who is actually an AAU teammate of his in South Carolina. He's the real deal. I was actually at that UT Martin game where he had the big dunk. I saw him this past summer at Chris Paul camp, also last year in the NCAA tournament. He's a head-at-the-rim athlete. He'll put you on a poster. Guards, he'll put you on skates. He has the ball on a string, and he really, really has an excellent feel for the game, makes his teammates better. He is a top-five caliber pick in this draft. Wound up at Murray State. Uh, How did one of the bigger programs not snatch him up? Yeah, I I think he was slept on big time. You know, he was a little bit of a late bloomer. Uh, He was really, really thin at a young age, 
But I mean, he put up big time numbers in high school, almost averaged a triple double. His dad played with Ray Allen actually for four years in high school. He was actually found at Chandler Parsons camp by Murray State assistant coach James Kane, who's now at Iowa State. He was there to see one of their guys and just kind of walked in the back of the gym to get a snack and saw this kid playing three on three. So <laughs> the rest is kind of history. It's an incredible story and he's a really exciting player. And that was Mike Schmitz of ESPN, their draft analyst, talking about Ja Moran of the Murray State Racers. By the way, he's not the only ESPN personality saying great things about the Murray State Racers star. Seth Greenberg, over the weekend, they were doing the live broadcast inside Cameron Indoor Stadium prior to the Duke-Virginia game, and the former head coach of the Virginia Tech Hokies, he said that Ja Moran is more exciting than then Zion Williamson, pretty strong word, saying it right there on Tobacco Road. So keep an eye the rest of the college basketball season on this talented racer. By the way, on Saturday during his last game on the hard court, Moran scored 40 points and had a double-double as the racers won against SIU Edwardsville. By the way, Murray State is 15-2. and They are currently tied with the Jacksonville State Gamecocks with a 6-0 and mark in OVC play. And the Racers have only lost two games this year. They lost to a very good Alabama team, 78-72. And then they went and played the Iron Bowl rival of Alabama, the Auburn Tigers. Auburn ranked number seven in the country when this game was played. And Murray State lost that game by five points, 93-88. Those are the only two losses for MSU right now, Murray State University as they've had a very good season. What's up next for Murray State, you ask? They'll be hosting the Belmont Bruins, and they'll have this game Thursday in Murray. That'll be a 8 p.m. tip against the Bruins, and then they'll be hosting the Tennessee State Tigers Saturday. So if you want to see some good basketball played by a rising star, someone predicted to be maybe a top-five pick in the NBA draft, and I guess he's eligible to go this year, Keep the name in mind, Ja Moran, M-O-R-A-N-T, Murray State. And hopefully, if you're a racer fan, you'll see him help guide the racers back to the NCAA tournament and uh, maybe winning the OVC tournament this year as well. Well, that is a look at a sports lanyap here on this Tuesday edition of the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Hope you enjoyed that. When we come back, we're going to be talking some grilling. We'll have Matt Herman's the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue joining us as the Y'all Show rolls on on a Tuesday. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore, and it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do.
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. We got 24 tall boys on the chill. Yeah, 14 of them's mine. A little Marshall Tucker on the radio. You know, we're just catching a little groove before the show. We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party. A tailgate bus just a sipping on suds. Ain't never too early to light one up, fill up because. And welcome back into the yard. Show it's Tuesday. That means the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue joins the Y'all Show with John Rawl. That would be Matt Hermans, and we love having him on. And in fact, if you all have a place somewhere in the South that Matt Hermans needs to know about and maybe review and or just chime in with his excellent analysis of all things grilling and barbecue, hit us up here on the Y'all Show. Our email address is y'all show at y'all dot com. And you can text us as well if that's the preferred method of communication. That number is 803-816-1170. Again, 803-816-1170. We love to share knowledge with all of you across the Southland with great places and good ideas, not just for barbecue, but if there's other good places that do something upright, we want to know about here on the Y'all Show. Hello, Matt. Welcome back into the Y'all Show, sir. Hey, John. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm excellent now that we're talking to you. It's been a horrible show, but now that we got you, we're rocking and rolling. <laughs> you put a lot, you've put all your eggs in one basket here. Hopefully I can deliver. Oh, uh, you come through. You're my, you're my bullpen. You know, I get you. You're my ace coming out of the bullpen. So I, I'm excited for it. Matt. See if I can close. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, Mr. Closer. Let's talk to you. Let's pick on you. I've already warned the audience prior to you coming on here about something. It, you, you're you're a professional kind of guy. You know, in today's world, you just can't go out there and say things on social media, stupid and or something that somebody might take offense to that doesn't come back and maybe bite you, maybe just a little small sting. And Matt, I believe I've caught you in one of those entrapments. Mm. Uh-oh. Well, you're certainly right. I don't, you can't say much of anything, but, uh, what, what did I get busted on? What, what have you got? Me? Well, you know, you're, you're going to have to defend this. So it, I won't say that you're busted, but you're just going to, you're going to have to tell the world why you said this. Okay. So I'm, Uh-oh. I'm totally goofing off. I think over the weekend 
on socialist media and i'm on facebook and i see where there's something about a corky's opening up in kate katie texas okay now yes. the, the only reason i know that is because you chimed in and when you chimed in you essentially said that corky's and memphis style barbecue was better than texas and that maybe stung you a little bit not <laughs> but but you got a you have a chance to defend it so tell me why uh, corky's and memphis barbecue coming to texas is actually a good thing Oh, great. Well, now I get to, uh, yeah, now I get to offend, uh, a lot of the, the listener base here. But, uh, well, I'll be honest with you. That is the first time I've been on Facebook for a very, <laughs> very, very long time. And now and, you're uh, not going to go back on it again. Yeah. That'll be the last time probably in, in the rest of my life. Uh, but no, I, uh, I did feel the, uh, I did feel, uh, compelled to actually log on to, the you know the giant uh, monolith that is facebook just because i'm very excited and i did offer my uh uh you know kind of my humble opinion i am uh, obviously i'm a native texan born and raised um but i'm also a barbecue um snob i don't want to say i am a snob i don't want to i was going to use the word universalist but that sounds a little weird uh what i am is somebody who prefers pork to beef and uh that's i always have um that's uh from the day i was born uh, we we did a lot of pork in our house and I, again i'm from texas and I, I think a lot of people do a lot of pork i can vouch for that but um i've always liked it i've always liked pulled pork i've always liked ribs I think we've discussed it a little bit in the past. Um, I do not like lean uh, brisket, which is the flat, which is the what most people eat. Uh, that's not something I, I care for. It's just uh, it's uninteresting and typically dry. Even good flat is, is boring to me. It's like a roast of some sort, and it's just not my cup of tea. Um, it, so I will be the first to admit that barbecue is subjective and. Uh, you know, you can talk about it endlessly. That's one of the best. Honestly, that's one of the best things about barbecue, John, is there's so many different varieties and different sauces and different rubs and different methods and different woods that you can have. If you're a barbecue dork like I am, you can talk to another barbecue dork for, I don't know, hours, days, uh, you know, for the rest of your life about different styles of barbecue. I happen to uh, prefer pork. And although there is um, a decent uh, there's a good amount of pork done in the state of Texas, particularly in the eastern half of the state. I believe uh, that other varieties and methods of doing pork are better, and I happen to like the Memphis style better uh, than the Texas way of cooking both beef and pork. And that's just uh, that's subjective. I like the um, uh, the uh, the flavor profile. I like hickory wood. I like uh, I like their use of charcoal. I think that's a flavor uh, that is is good, particularly on ribs. Uh, that's pretty much missing in, in Texas style barbecue. It's wood only most of the time. Um, I like dry rub. I like the uh, kind of simplistic nature of smoking meat and then adding the rub at, rub at the end uh, that makes it savory. Um, those are all the things that go into to why I like Memphis barbecue. And of course, pork. I like uh, I like the types of sauces. And I think we'll probably spend an episode talking about sauces here coming up. But I like the variety of sauces that Memphis has. They kind of specialize in a hot, spicy type of sauce if you had to kind of nail one down. But they do them all pretty well. And, uh, you know, there's nothing, in my opinion, as far as sandwiches go, there's not a whole lot better than a really good uh, smoked pork barbecue sandwich with some spicy sauce and a sweet slaw. That's just that's about the best thing I can imagine. I just prefer that to, uh, to other styles of barbecue. So, um, while I cannot make 
Uh, and I might have done that on Facebook. Shoot, like you said, you can't ever get out of what's on there. It's on there forever. Um, I cannot say objectively uh, that one style of barbecue is better than the other. I can just say what I like better. And uh, I like Memphis-style barbecue better than what you would call Texas-style barbecue for uh, a lot of the reasons we just talked about. So it sounds to me, Matt, that a couple of days after you made this post on Facebook, the dust settled a little bit, and you're standing by that comment. You're not going to retreat and pull it from the World Wide Web. No, I in fact, uh, yeah, I mean, he's I, doubling I, down. I feel uh, I feel more strongly about it right now than I did when I made it up with that. <laughs> All right, well, let's brag on Corky's just a minute. Corky's is a Memphis-based barbecue chain, and they do have restaurants all over the Memphis area. But they also have a location in Brentwood. They've got one in Pigeon Ford, Tennessee, and then they cross state lines. They're in Olive Branch, which is right beside Memphis, by Olive Branch, Mississippi. They also have locations in Little Rock and North Little Rock in Arkansas. And as we are talking about here, they've opened up one in Katy, Texas. Katy is in the Houston area. What yes, was sir. what is that about twenty five minutes west of downtown Houston? Mm, yeah, well, without traffic, it's about thirty miles. So, is it okay? Uh, yeah, could be it could be two hours could be 30 minutes just depends on what time of day you know yeah corky's bbq.com is the website do you think they're going to be able to survive in katie texas are texans gonna fall in love with memphis style barbecue like you have um short answer i think they're going to do fine out there uh they're they're i my wife is from katie um that's kind of an amorphous area to be honest it's not really a town oh, well it is a town but when people say Katy, it's it's basically a school district and kind of a general area. It's just a big area. It's west of Houston. Um, it's hard to explain to somebody outside of Houston. There's no real boundaries to is, it. Is it on I-10 heading towards San Antonio? It would be on I-10, correct. If, if you were going from Houston to San Antonio, you would go through Katy, um, and uh, you would blow by Katy proper, the actual town of Katy, pretty quick. It's about 10,000 people. But I think the area they call Katy is, is probably closer to 200,000 uh, people. It's just a big suburb. Uh, but uh, to go back to what you're saying, I think it'll do, I think it'll do great. Uh, and, okay. and mine, um, because, uh, you know, it's a specific type of barbecue that you're not going to be able to find. Um, it's also a sit down kind of an experience. If anybody's ever been to Corky's and I think you'll tell, look, Corky's didn't, I'm not getting a check from Corky's. We certainly not a sponsor of ours, but it's family owned. But they should be. (laughs) But they should be, and it's a family owned business. I I have no problem. I'm a fan of Corky's, and uh, you know I like to support family owned businesses like that. But you know it's it's a different kind of experience. So there's not a whole lot of barbecue places in what you would call Katy with quotes around it, which is a giant area west of Houston. There there are some chains. There's a you know a Dickies and a a Rudy's, and there's one. uh, one little uh, small joint that a, a guy owns it's pretty good i can't think of it but it doesn't make any difference there's not a whole lot of options out there unless it's chain barbecue um and yeah you could call corky's a chain but it's very specific and it's memphis based and it's uh it's not a uh it's not a you know corporately centrally planned type deal like a lot of these places are like dickies and things like that so mm. uh, it'll be a unique experience um you know you'll get dry ribs muddy ribs and you'll get wet ribs which i think are some of the best i won't say it's the best barbecue in memphis but it's very very good um barbecue and i, I love it and then you'll have pork and you have barbecue sauces that i think are top notch as well there but the cool thing about memphis style barbecue also is that uh, and they they will offer brisket. I can't vouch for it. I would never. I've never ordered brisket at Corky's. I've never seen a reason to. But um, they do offer that as well. So I'll have to uh, maybe get some uh, do a little research when it when it opens up. But um, they do other things with barbecue. You know, they, they, 
uh, it's not just uh, you know half pound of meat on a piece of paper and and white bread. It's uh, which is kind of quote unquote a version of Texas style barbecue that you think of. But they put it in, you know, put it on nachos. They put it on burgers. They put uh, you know, uh, they put it on. There's there's. I'll put it this way: Memphians have have you know innovated ways to put barbecue in other dishes like no place i've ever seen and barbecue spaghetti barbecue nacho barbecue egg so there's all kinds of different ways to enjoy it and it's a sit down type of restaurant um with really legitimate uh you know pit cooked uh, real memphis style barbecue and i think i think it'll be i think it'll be great i think people will enjoy it quite a bit especially since and I'll, I'll, I won't spend too much time on it, but uh, as you know, Texas is a, uh, especially the, the suburbs of big cities are just kind of a hub for people around the country coming in. Um, so, you know, the people, the people who are quote unquote native Texans in, in the Katy area, um, I don't know what the percentage of that is, but there are people literally coming from all over the country. So I wouldn't even say in a suburb like that, that there really is a style of barbecue that these people are going to prefer. If it's good, it's good. Uh, they have no real connection to the historic Texas barbecue as being a suburb and a hub for people from around the country. So uh, if it's great, I think people will like it, and I think it's great. So we'll, we'll see. So Memphis is on FedEx. You don't expect them to be shipping frozen barbecue to katy texas you think they're gonna have their own pit there and cooking up good stuff i i know for a fact they're going to to do that uh, because i've seen i've seen well first of all i know uh i know a little bit how how those uh how they're run and every single one has their own pit there's no um you know how i feel about frozen uh, barbecue that's that's not not even edible but they're going to do it the right way. They've got their pits. They've already shown pictures on, on ah, Facebook okay. of them installing their pits. And uh, I anticipate, while I have not tried this, it hadn't opened yet, I anticipate it's going to have a similar flavor profile that the Corky's of Memphis does, which is uh, hickory and charcoal, which is a great, uh, great combination. Well, this is only the 22nd day of January, but I can honestly raise my hand and swear, Barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, that I've already had a meal at Corky's in the year 2019. And it was delicious, and I had my youngster alongside me, who's probably not going to win the award for the greatest barbecue lover. I, I I let him get away with it. I let him have their creamy mac and cheese, and he good. and he thought it was like the best he'd ever had. So Corky's a very good place, and again, not only in Katy, Texas, but you can find them around Memphis, Brentwood, Tennessee, and around the Little Rock area as well. Check it out, and Matt Hermans is standing by his comment on facebook you still standing by that i'm gonna stand by it for forever just mark it down put it in stone in fact carve it into a uh, a piece of stone if you right. want to and corky's if you're listening at least we're not gonna make you spend a whole lot of money on this but i think you deserve to give mr Herman's here at least an order of barbecue nachos that you serve up so well there for his great praise of your restaurant how about that all right we are not great that sounds good to me all right we will come right back here on the y'all show continue our discussion with matt Herman's barrister of bodacious barbecue as we wrap up this tuesday edition i'd love to hear more do you have a card 
This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. Right now, you can get 500 business cards personalized the way you want them, starting at just $9.99. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now is the time to make something happen for your business. So, own the now with 500 custom business cards starting at $9.99 at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 1414. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1414. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Oh, hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Welcome back into the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent. And in the south, we love our barbecue and grilling. We got Matt Herman's, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, back with us here in our final segment of this Tuesday edition. Matt, did you see any of the NFL games on Sunday? I did. Uh, I did. I watched um, a little bit of the Saints game. I certainly watched the end of it. And then I uh, then I watched the... Uh, the entire the first NFL game I've watched in its entirety in a long time. I watched the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, there's a there's a collegiate connection to the quarterback there that I wanted to see. So yeah, I did. I watched a good amount of both. Yep. And how did Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs do in your opinion? I think he played pretty well in uh, you know 19 degree weather. Um, didn't throw any interceptions. Had some uh, really clutch throws at the end that drove him down to tie the football game. Uh, I think he threw three touchdowns, no picks, and pretty rough day to throw a football, pretty rough day to 
be outside period um in that type of uh, freezing cold weather i think uh you know that was uh, that showed i think tom brady had some misses too and a couple of interceptions or, or maybe he had one and one that was dropped but i think overall uh for the for his first uh real uh, afc championship game and, and most intense playoff experience of his career and most intense game of his career i think he played very well now he needs his defense didn't play very well, but uh, I think overall, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd grade him out pretty well. All right. The reason I ask that question is because deep down, we all want to live vicariously through you, Matt Hermans. So <laughs> what was what were you munching on on NFL Sunday in the precursor to the Super Bowl? At least I kind of want to get a feel of what was going on at the Hermans household in terms of food. You know what? Uh, burgers. Yeah, we... Uh, I did some big fat, uh, big fat burgers and we, uh, we ate in between the Saints and the, uh, Kansas City Chiefs game. And, uh, typically I would have done some barbecue, uh, but I've got a big weekend of, of smoking, uh, multiple pork butts for multiple people who've requested them from me this weekend. So I figured we would, uh, uh we get a burger in before it's pork fest, uh, 2019 here this weekend at my place. Uh, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going to let this one slide. Pork Fest 2019 is that some official festival or is that what you have there at yeah. your home? That that's you- what I'm. That's what I am informally calling this upcoming weekend. I've got uh, we've got a wedding. Uh, pardon me, a baby shower hosting. <laughs> we're hosting at our house for a, before a wedding, right? It, no, no, no. After the wedding, we'd like to do it. Uh, we're doing it in a different way here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I've got to I've got to do some uh, some barbecue for that. That's been requested, and then I've got a couple other folks who just decided that uh, they want some uh, some pork butt. So I volunteered to smoke basically all weekend, and uh, you know, doing the Lord's work, spreading the gospel of the Hickory Smoke Pork Barbecue. So you make all of the rest of us feel pretty lousy because here we are at such events like a baby shower, maybe walking in with some kind of gift card or something from Crate and Barrel, or I don't even know the kind of stores you go for a baby (laughs) store. You can't go to Babies or Us anymore. And here we are bringing that kind of item in to the uh, lovely couple about to have their baby. And you're walking in with barbecue. Now, that's just not fair. Well, I, uh, I will tell you. Um, that I will take any excuse to fire up my smoker and, and make barbecue. So, uh, it's not, uh, you know, it's not necessarily charity on my part. It's kind of just, you know, give me a reason to, to make barbecue and, and I'll take it at any possible time. Um, so this is just another excuse to, uh, to fire up the smoke and get the pig on the pit. Ah, okay. Well, again, I feel kind of a weak walking in with some boring gift and you're walking in with the gift of Q that that's just, that ain't fair, but you kind of, you kind of volunteered for this. It sounds like. Yeah, we, well, yeah, uh, we, we have some, uh, some friends here, uh, where we live and, um, she kind of told us, Hey, we're, uh, you know, we're going to have a baby and, uh, we volunteered. We're very, very close and we volunteered to host them at our house. we got some room here. Uh, fortunately, uh, so I figured, hey, if we're going to host it, you know, I'm going to knock out some uh, some top quality barbecue. And she was into that. Uh, they've had the they like barbecue and uh, everybody pretty much does. So it worked out great. We can host. I've got my pit in the backyard. And uh, so it'll be uh, it'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. Well, if I ever have another baby, I'm going to require you to do the exact same thing for me. How about that? 
Are you breaking news? How far along are you, John? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me just be honest. I personally am not pregnant. I am not expecting. So, sorry. It'll be at least nine months before I have a baby. But no, I'm, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily like, ready to have one. But hey, as a, you, don't, you don't identify as a pregnant uh, person. No, I don't. But I, I'll be honest. As a, as a guy, as the good Lord let guys kind of have the ability to keep on having them for most of their yeah. life i think and so i haven't taken the bullets out of the gun so we'll see what happens there <laughs> i got you i got you but 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 maybe if that ever happened and i am lucky enough to have another youngster a barbecue celebration uh, pork fest i believe is the correct term yeah. would be a yeah. great thing you just need to make your whole pork fest portable to where i don't have to come to the island and celebrate i'll uh, i'll bring it to you yeah maybe texas city could you at least meet me in texas city i don't know why you'd want to but sure <laughs> that's just off galveston by the way if you're not familiar with that area it's yeah. it's on the mainland is that right it's on the mainland yeah, yeah. that's uh, right it's, it's right across the causeway from uh, from the island from right galveston get going into houston they got any barbecue that's worth bragging about in texas city texas short answer no ah okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm an honest guy i'm gonna be honest with you john i'm never gonna i'm never gonna lead you astray uh, well i appreciate it so you're saying if you got if you got time to kill you might just head on over to katie and dine at the new corky's barbecue instead of oh, absolutely uh, it's worth worth the drive and uh yeah worth the drive for sure there's other places around the area but nothing nothing of note in texas city all right matt Herman's pork fest going on this weekend and we're gonna be here next week to get the full recap so we'll have reporters standing by ready for your news conference after pork fest ends at your home this weekend so good luck with that thank you sir i will give you a full report and uh let's let's get saucy next weekend is that a is that a good little tease uh, just for you we'll, we'll 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 let that slide yes sauce sounds like a good idea <laughs> matt Herman's barrister of bodacious barbecue thank you sir yes sir i'll talk to you next time all right well that will conclude our tuesday y'all thank y'all for being with us and enjoying our talk about barbecue and so much more on the wednesday y'all show we'll be right back here with our acc report from jonathan lifeite And we'll discuss country music news with Precious Harris, a report right from Music Row, coming your way on the Wednesday edition. You don't want to miss it. All that ahead tomorrow. Thank you all for listening to today's Y'all Show with John Rawl. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. the cold sore i want something that works purpose and l penetrates deep to treat your cold sore and it's enriched with lysine vitamins and lemon balm for soothing relief but even when i don't have a cold sore i still want something that protects against a flare-up purpose and l protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold including flare-ups from sun damage with its added spf 30 protection so it treats and protects works for me and me too purpose and l works when you have a cold sore works when you don't uses directed beep's coming you know what to do Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. 
And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Unison presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed.